0: To have a really interesting discussion on Zoom, bringing it to you here on ACB Radio Live event, all about convention memories. Wow, what fun! Getting us all excited, getting us ready with that appetite for our convention this year. A different experience, yes, indeed. Experience, yes, indeed, but wow, it is going to be awesome. So if you're listening on the live event stream, sit back and get ready. Maybe you'll have some of your own memories that you start spinning and you can always jump on the Zoom call that's been posted or you can save those memories and share them with friends and Many of us in other times coming forward as we prepared for prepare. I'm getting all tongue tied here for our national convention. So here we go. Get ready. We've got just a little bit of time before the top of the hour. the event stream Are some of your favorite convention memories? What are some of the funniest convention memories you have? Coming up in just a moment. Debbie Hazelton with you on ACB Radio Live Event.
1: Hello, fellows Ray Campbell. How are you,
2: man? Hey, hey, Ray. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Doing great.
3: <laughs> oh, oh, yes,
0: we are streaming, and wow, what okay. an excited group of enthusiasts. I love it. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> We're ready to party.
4: We are. <laughs> Thank you so much, and hi, ACB Radio. Yay! Yay. So, Woo. You know, if you are out there and thinking gosh i have a convention memory i would love to share i want you to come and join us so um there is you can do the uh phone number is uh 312-626-6799 and if you have the zoom out you can join us with the meeting id 752 751 and the password is six three six six seven nine, or memory. That's what it spells. And I'll give that out again in a little bit, because if you're listening out there, we'd love to hear your stories, too.
0: And so. you know, Cindy, I challenged on the air. I said, you know, not only favorite memories, but what about some of the funniest memories? <laughs> oh,
4: wow. Now, that would be funny. You know, Wouldn't I was it? thinking about this. It would be fun to hear about um, you know convention itself, but I know people have been on some pretty amazing tours too. So, oh yeah, you know maybe it would be a tour that oh, you tell
1: hey, us about. Hey, Debbie, or... uh, Karen wants to know what stream this is on.
0: Live what? event.
1: Live event. Yes, okay, indeed.
0: Thank
4: you. So, all right. Well, we don't have a very big crowd yet, but I'm looking forward to more people joining us. Oh. And, someone else came in but for now <laughs> why don't we go uh have everybody introduce themselves yes. and so i'll just kick it off and say i'm cindy van winkle and um i live in minneapolis now but i was in washington state for many years and my first so i want you to think about when your first national convention was so my first national convention was in 1994 in Chicago, Illinois. So, Yay! Yeah, it was amazing. It was such I was waiting for them to come.
1: We, we, we did a hell of a job on that one.
4: Seriously, it was so great. So, all right. Um, So, let's see. Uh, well, Debbie, why don't you tell us? Uh, Richmond
0: Richmond. Richmond I think yeah. that was I thought it was 88 but I think it was 89 anybody know well, wow wow you know yeah <laughs> back but, in um, the dark ages
4: <laughs> <laughs> you sound so young though um and and <laughs> oh I am <laughs> you live Debbie, where
0: do you live? Oh, I am in Dothan, Alabama, believe it or not. I don't sound like it, but yep. I'm outside of Florida with a Florida phone number on Florida Avenue, believe it or
4: not. Oh, that is so (laughs) funny. That is funny. (laughs) All right. And why don't we go next to
0: Fran? Well, I'm in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And my first convention was in 2003 in Pittsburgh.
4: Okay. And Fran, I know you have, uh, you're a twofer, so why don't we hear
5: from Lyle, too? Um, um Lyle signed, uh, also 2003 in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. Okay. Nice, nice long train ride that day. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> that Pittsburgh right. convention was memorable for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <It's really laughs> have you ever been in a construction zone? <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Was it, was it with the... Um, the ceiling tiles from the convention center falling down your head and remember, oh
6: my! Uh, it was it was, a, it was
4: wonderful.
1: Oh, it was so wonderful.
6: It was a brand. It was a brand new convention center just opened. Yeah. And there was it was it
5: had rained and there were buckets standing in the middle of the where <laughs> you walked and the ceiling tiles were falling in and it was wonderful. Oh my. Yeah, oh my goodness! That would make it memorable.
7: Yes. Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> All right, yeah. Melissa, you're up.
7: Okay, Um. Am I, I think I'm unmuted, hang on. Yes, you hang are, on. you're unmuted. I am, good. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Well, good evening to all of you. It's wonderful to meet so many ACB acquaintances and welcome to ACB Radio. I'm privileged. Yay. Um, I'm Melissa Hudson and I'm originally from Gulfport, Mississippi and I am now in Seattle, Washington and no, I did not move here from Mississippi in case you're wondering. Um, and... I attended my first and so far my only national convention in 2009 when it was in Orlando, Florida at the Rosen Center Hotel. And that was an absolute blast. And um, so far, that's been my only convention that I've attended, but I can't wait to come back again. And thank you for having me on.
4: All right. Well, and you know, Melissa, I can't believe it's been 11 years. My God. I know. Okay. Wow. I was was (laughs)
7: from Washington state. So
4: (laughs) we're ready to hear from you now.
2: Um. Okay. Now, yes. uh, I'm Phil Jones and I'm from Georgia and um, I attended my very first acb convention the first of 28 in 1988 in little rock arkansas and i've got to describe that as just it was just one huge adventure
4: all right and let's hear from ray
1: all right uh ray campbell second vice president of acb and uh, um I attended my first ACB convention in 1991 in Tampa, Florida, and I have to tell you about that. That uh, I only spent four days at the convention, and when I was planning to do that, MJ Schmidt said, you are not going to want to do that. You are not going to want to leave. The night before I had to go home, I was crying. I did not want to go home. (laughs) (laughs) And and all she said was, if you know MJ, you know this is true. I told you so.
4: (laughs) All right. Bob. Bob, do you hear me? Okay, let's go to Candace. I am Candace
8: Steppen. My first ACB convention was in 1995 in Greensboro. And like you way, I did not want to leave. That was the best time of my life. Um, one thing, one funny thing that happened, and this wasn't, this didn't have anything to do with me, but my mom and I are walking out to the pool. And she looks over, and here's this guy who's, I guess, I think he was legally blind, walking with his cane, had shorts on. Next thing she knows, she looks over, the guy had fallen in
4: the pool. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well,
4: that was probably memorable for him. Um, oh,
9: sure
4: All right. Bob, But I think one of the yeah. most memorable things for me... Oh, about sorry, just a minute. I thought you were done. Sorry, Candace.
9: But I sorry think about one that.
8: One of the most memorable things for me out of that convention, Cindy, was I hadn't gotten out of high school at that point. So I got involved with ACB students, and I remember that they had a get-together, and that get-together lasted until the wee hours of the morning. <laughs>
4: Well, for a high schooler, I'm sure that that was very memorable. All right, Bob, you're on.
9: Okay, I was muted. I was actually uh, trying to get all the dishes done here. My first convention was in Los Angeles, 1999, and I was lucky enough to be one of the winners of the McDaniel First Timers uh, contest, and it was very impressive, I thought, to be in a group of large group of blind people like that. And uh, I've loved the organization ever since. It's... Unfortunately, I have not been able to afford to go to convention in a very long time, and I miss them. Uh, I've been to a number of them, and, uh, and they're, they're all wonderful that I've been to. And the one in Pittsburgh, yeah, it had its problems, but Pittsburgh for me had special memories too, because my wife and I made a whole two week trip through Pennsylvania out of that, from <laughs> up here in Massachusetts. And we can talk about that later, maybe.
4: Very good. You get well, to go to the convention. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, everybody can, can go this year. this year and we have one more person that uh, has a phone number and I don't know who it is so if you didn't introduce yourself
10: <laughs> oh, hi, you? who is that? Diana Noriega oh hi Diana hi, hi I think I was everybody keeps saying all of these conventions I've been to um but i think it was in the late i know i was at the tamper one and i don't remember anything before that but i've been through so many i can't really remember where i was sorry okay
8: all that right.
1: happens to a lot of us during convention. We can't remember where we are, <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but that's supposed to happen during convention. <laughs> uh, so it's funny. You guys referred to the Pittsburgh convention and it turned out that I was not able to be at that convention. I'd play to. but um, anyway, just circumstances and my parents though, still went to the convention and they were just looking so forward to going. And, um, they ended up like you, Bob, making an extended trip and, uh, you know, went to uh, some different places. And so anyway, that was, uh, so they had a good time at the convention, but I didn't go,
3: <laughs> so.
4: Um, all right, so we're on here to talk about special memories um, that, we, that we have and, you know, it could be just a favorite Memory. It could be a funny memory. I just and, and it could be around business or it could be around breakouts or a tour or anything. So, uh, who would like to go first?
2: I'm going to This is Phil.
4: Well, I'm going to go to Phil uh, because go you to know, Phil. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah.
2: yeah. All right. Good. Um, Gosh, I have so many special memories about uh, ACB conventions. I've mentioned my first one being such a huge adventure. and uh, But this one I'm going to talk about is something that happened 12 years later in 2000 at the Gold House in Louisville, Kentucky. That year, Georgia had a pretty big delegation that we took up there. And um, there were a good number of first-timers there. And so in awe. Um, All that went on at these conventions, just as I had been 12 years earlier, and I remember one evening, Thursday evening to be exact, that just about all of us from Georgia who were there, went up to the uh, flagship restaurant there in the golf house. That was the most expensive restaurant there at that time, and we all just had a wonderful, wonderful time and uh, just enjoying good food and a good social time, and it's something that I have remembered ever since then. And I can tell you that all three Kentucky conventions, I went to all three of them. They were all very special.
4: And that's the uh, restaurant that went around in a circle, isn't it? I mean, it moved. Is that the one? Yes. Yeah, I remember that restaurant, too. Yeah, very good. Thanks, Phil. Ray.
1: All right. Um, Well, I've actually got... Real quick, I have to say the 1993 convention in San Francisco was quite memorable Memorable because that's when Karen and I started dating. So, but right. the two, the two memories I want to talk about are 1999, first of all, Los Angeles, California. This involved, we were traveling to the convention. And at the time, my mom, who was in the travel business, was doing our tickets for us, and so um for some reason she'd not been able to get assigned seats so we were on standby travel so got to the counter at o'hare and he guy says no problem we'll get you on no problem we're gonna get you on then they called the flight and i walked over and i said "Now are we okay here still he said yeah yeah you're, we're fine okay then a few minutes later he comes back over he says how would you two like to fly first class and I said, "You're kidding me right?" And he said, "No, So we got two first class seats to LA. and the best part, Cindy, and you'll appreciate this was when before they took off, they came around offered me a drink. <laughs> and I took it. <laughs> and so getting to go first class was my first memory. My second memory that I want to share is the two thousand and one convention in Des Moines. Um, I'm an old farm boy, and uh, the tour one of the tours that year was to Living History Farm. And it was so cool to get to touch and see all the old farm equipment and stuff. I, The only thing that annoyed me a little bit was that we didn't get to see everything, but it was still very memorable yeah. to go out and check all that stuff out. And I remember this huge horse that they had there that we all got to pet and touch. His name was Bob, I think. And uh, it was just a really, uh, uh, really great time. For this old farm boy, it was a really great uh great memory. And I've got several more, but I'll let everybody oh, else have a chance. So, okay. um, that's, those are my first two.
4: Those are great. All right. We got a little tour in there. We got relationships. We got food. My goodness. this is sounding like <laughs> convention. All right. Who wanted to go next? Melissa. All right. Go ahead, Melissa.
7: All right. Thank you. Um, so like I mentioned, um, my first convention was in 2009 in Florida. And, um, believe it or not, I actually really got acquainted with the woman that is now my best friend. We went on se- we went on, a- on one tour together. We ate together at the hotel restaurant pretty much every night. Um, and so, um, she's now my best friend and it's just, it's, it's amazing that we think about that time together. But I think my, the most special thing for me about that convention is here I am with all these blind people around me and of course I've been blind all my life but I'd never really experienced anything as big as ACB and so I'm in there but everybody everybody that I met just made me feel so welcomed and just made me feel right at home and I think what also was quite special was um You know, the awards and stuff like, you know, Cindy Van Winkle, you were the awards committee chair, I believe, that year. And I I remember um, you were giving out some awards, and one of them you had to give out posthumously because the person was deceased. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting there at the banquet table with my friend Denise Colley and several others from Washington. (laughs) We all sit together at everything. And... Um, I remember I was just almost crying because and I and I never knew this person that was presented with this award, but I just noticed that there was just a lot of love in ACB and I really appreciated that and I truly miss National Convention. I I just, I can't
1: wait to come back again. So. Hey, Melissa, not to jump yes. in here, but that was actually, I had, I had to receive that award. That was the, that uh, was Barry for Barry Levine. Levine. Award. Yes. Oh, yes. And I, okay. and uh, I, yes. uh, as I was, as you were talking, I was thinking oh. that had to be 2009. And, um, I remember because it's
4: hard to believe I was, that was 11
1: years ago. Yeah, it is. And <laughs> I was, I, and what was interesting, I was in Phoenix at the Arizona convention a couple months before that, when he passed and um my our state president calls me and i've been in the hospitality room just for a little while imagine that me you know <laughs> and um, <laughs> he says we got to give we got to nominate him for the Bray award and i said no problem dick let's do it and so we did and um it was no i i remember cuz i had to receive that award and it was yep. it was a t- it was a tough deal and uh um i remember it very well to this day and um wow the uh and a couple weeks after convention i'll just share with everybody that uh barry's wife phyllis came out uh, to our home picked up the award and brought us uh, mm. a nice coffee cake and stuff like that so it was really nice. wow
7: that's amazing yeah so that was you ray okay that now I it
1: know. was okay. uh barry was from just so you in case you wonder the connection he was from the south suburbs of chicago so uh, and i'm from the okay. west suburbs of chicago so yeah
7: interesting <laughs> and And then I I will just say one more thing, and and then I'll let you get to the next person. But um, I also remember um, our late, great, amazing friend, Marlena Lieberg from here in Washington. Um, She she and I saw each other at the restaurant. I was going out of the restaurant, and I happened to hear her voice. And I'm like, I got to go see her. So I went and saw her, and she gave me the biggest hug when I got there when I got to her table and she said, I'm so glad that you made it safely here and congratulations on being a first timer um, to convention from Washington. And we talked a little bit, and that's another thing I'll never forget is just getting to see her. And I miss her so much now.
4: (laughs) Awesome. Thank you, Melissa. Um, All right. Wes came in. So Wes, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us when your first uh, national convention was and where? doing i'm sorry
11: okay this is west from portland oregon and i went to my very first convention last summer in rochester new york that was my oh. first convention it was kind of like i was never in the position of really a position to really afford to go and so I finally i went last year also i can afford to go but also I had a little more traveling experience because I've been going to some NOAA conferences and adult thoughts of some weekends. So I felt like a little more confident doing my uh of state travel. So I, I, sure. went to, uh, I went to Rochester, had a great time, pretty interesting, a lot of interesting stuff. I met a few, some neat people. A lot of them I, which I don't really recognize on here, but. That's pretty fun, you know. Convention or a lot of stuff. There was like a TV series going to be on be on Apple TVs about a apocalyptic future where a lot of people went blind. I thought that was interesting and a lot of interesting adaptive technologies. Or
4: oh, that's C. The, the, oh, C. Is so that
11: the yeah. name of that? Uh huh. Yeah. I still don't have Apple TV. I haven't had, had a chance to see that. And also, I met the people, the actual programmers, the people that made Soundscape. And I might help them find a bug because it, it was like crashing on my phone. They are able to take a crash report off of it. So I probably helped them with kind of work on Soundscape, which is a totally awesome program. I'm really glad. It they-
4: is. It's a great program. So um, I wanted to just say that uh, for people that are listening on ACB Radio Live, in just a minute, uh, I will share the meeting ID and password in case you want to join us. So get something to write with, and uh, maybe you'd like to join us. Is there someone else who wanted to share a favorite memory?
0: Hey, Mika. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> <laughs> city- <laughs> Oops, I'm
4: sitting.
3: <laughs> oh, I'm OK.
4: Uh, say your name. Sorry. Deanna. All right, Deanna, go ahead.
10: OK. I. Because my name is, is Deanna Quietwater Noriega, and I speak softly, people think I'm very calm and serene, and it couldn't be further from reality. One convention, it was the convention where we had the uh, Bill Mooney performing the one-man play at the GDY luncheon, and I was on the board, and I was on several other boards, And that morning, as I was sitting in my delegation, our state president came up to me and said, can you take the nominations committee? I've got a conflict. And I said, oh, okay, I can do that. And then I thought, oh my God, I told my husband I would meet him at five to go to dinner. So I ran up to my room thinking, okay, I've got to leave him a voicemail. And then I got to my room and I thought, you can't call your own phone number from your room. (laughs) And so I grabbed a water bottle and said, okay, you need to get your head together here. And I, um, went to, um, I filled it up at the sink and I shoved it into my backpack and I ran out of the door and my dog's leash was trailing and I slammed the door and the dog's leash was caught in the door. So I'm standing there thinking, what am I going to do? Oh, yeah, I saw a cart down the hall. So I ran down the hall and found the maid. But she was afraid to come to my door and unlock it because she was afraid of my dog, who was a huge black Labrador. And so I ran back to him, unclipped his leash, walked away in the other direction so she could unlock the door. And I could get my lease back. So I put the lease back on the dog, and I ran to the next session that I had to do an intro for somebody. And I sat, I did my thing, that I stepped away from the mark, the bike, and sat down in the front row and put my backpack in my lap and got a lap full of water because oh. I had not screwed the cap on oh, no. properly. <laughs> and so it's dripping onto the floor i'm dumping everything out of my backpack because i have my note taker in there and i don't want mm-hmm. it to die so i get that out and i try to kind of wipe things off a bit and pile it all back into my backpack and then i went early to the GDI luncheon because i was an officer and i realized i didn't have my ticket in fact i didn't have any tickets so I ran back to the convention office and I was standing in line to try to buy another ticket. And as I'm standing there, the woman in front of me was asking me, well, what am I buying a ticket for? And I told her about this wonderful uh, play we're going to have at the GDY luncheon. And so she was ahead of me and she stepped up and bought the last ticket. So I'm standing there and I said, um, Lori, could you please write me a note that says I honestly was registered for this? And she looked up on, the, on her computer and says, Yeah, you registered. So she wrote me a note. So I had to write a note for my mother. And so I ran back down to the luncheon because now I was late. And I go zipping through the door, and Janine Stanley is taking tickets. And I handed this note, and she says, Oh, you didn't need that. I picked up your packet because i was sitting next to you in the front row and you dropped it on the floor <laughs> so um then i completed the lesson so that was one of the days when it didn't seem to be anything i could do right
4: <laughs> but you survived it and i'm sure you have know some happier stories <laughs> but i, I can see how that's memorable um who else who has not already spoken would like to share Cindy, I have another one, but if you want to come Go ahead, back. Candace. So I have a
8: couple. Um, I kind of want to echo what Melissa said earlier. I really enjoyed having the opportunity to get to meet Marlena as well. Once at a national convention, and then um, she was our state. She was the, the um, national officer for our state conference. And she did a really awesome um, iPhone app presentation that I got to be a part of.
4: Um, but back to the Greensboro hey, position. Hey, Candace, but, can I interrupt for just a second? I wanted to share the meeting ID and I forgot. Oh, So sure. I'm gonna do that really quick. So the meeting ID is 752 751908 And the password is memory or six three six six seven nine. So you can use your um Zoom link or you can call in on three one two six two six six seven nine nine. So we'd love to have you join us. Continue on Candace. So back to the Greensboro Convention. And of course as we all know this was
8: before internet. And I had to laugh because every time I would come back to my hotel room from general sessions or breakout sessions. Um, I would be getting this dinging noise on my phone because I had voicemail.
4: Okay. <laughs> you know, because back then nobody could email. Yeah, that's so true. Yep. It's voicemail, yeah. And I many... I don't know how many voicemails I had. <laughs> how many times we'd go to a hotel and have voicemail and couldn't even access the phone because we didn't know how right yeah, yeah. really <laughs> and that from what i remember cindy that phone
8: was not accessible so i had to get by mm-hmm. an assistant to check my voicemail
4: uh, okay wes you have your hand up um did you want to share
11: yes uh i tell you the big thing that <clears throat> was maybe the uh negative downer of that convention was just trying to get around those, you know, buildings. I mean, it was, it was horrible. Trying to just find places that what I remember was the hardest for me, because like the first Friday I was there, I was on this, uh, bus tour around the town. So I just went down to the lobby of the hotel and there were people, guide dogs there and I asked am i looking for, you know, the downtown tour. I was like, we don't know we don't know nobody knew where i meet to get on this bus tour of downtown all those people that looked like part of the convention they knew nothing nobody knew nothing i don't know i, I somehow i went out to look there was a the bus across the street it's just on a lucky chance i went across the street which had to walk a block away to find a crosswalk there's no crosswalk right across from the hotel and really a crazy setup and i and I looked out the bus is for the tour and so I barely caught that tour to the downtown. But the rest of the convention was like that. I would look up on the schedule, it would say something about a room or a name of a room. But where the heck is it? And it's like I had a hard time finding people that knew of the rooms and you know, the front desk, whatever, just no luck to find that information. And uh Bonnie, i can probably to hear
4: that because there's so many volunteers at our events that uh, it sounds like you didn't connect with some of them. Um, and so and much like, information shared about where things are being held, and yeah. there's a lot of work going into it. So
11: and um, so, i probably talked to somebody. Is there any number I could call on my phone to someone who's a little ground traffic control around here? Because I have a hard time finding places. The only thing to the thing to do is just, you know, use Ira before then. I never use Ira because uh, I just basically, when it comes to doing things with the phone, I just use the magnifier function and look to the camera myself. When so, I want to see so stuff. Wes,
4: what was your favorite part of the convention?
11: Uh, I don't know. I was joining, there was a town radio group, which is fun. I, I enjoyed going to. And also, I was the CCL, It is more genial there, I was hoping to see him on here, but he's not, but I enjoyed meeting him, I mean, that's, and okay. also the, the Niagara Falls trip, that was fun. Good. Um, i really enjoyed sure the Niagara Falls. Somebody's
4: breathing heavy into their microphone, <laughs> so, so you may want to back away from your microphone. And
11: Matt. I got referred to Ira. So before then, I never used Ira before because normally I could, you know, I could just use the camera on my phone directly with the magnifier parts. I don't usually need Ira for stuff. So I installed Ira, got that installed, and I started using it mm-hmm. because they have the information. But that helped, but even with Ira, it was hard for me to get places. Because- so,
4: Wes, I'm going to move us along because um, Bob also had his hand up. Okay, and but you've at least been introduced now to Ira. I know I use Ira a lot. Um, we really have so
11: a huge sense that convention. <laughs>
4: Bob,
9: you're on. Hi. Up. So, I, I when I went to conventions, I did a lot of side trips with my wife, and the most memorable one I mentioned was in uh, Pittsburgh. And what we did then, as we started from Massachusetts at about 3 a.m. on the 4th of July, which is a little bit before the convention. And our first stop was Hershey when we went to the park and uh, the chocolate factory and there was fireworks display. And then the next morning we took off for Pittsburgh for the uh, convention. And, uh, you know, when I was participating in a good bit of the business section uh, session there and stuff like that. And then we did Lancaster after that and the Poconos. It was a very wonderful two weeks. And uh, with, of course, the ACB convention. Now, I'm not sure if I'd say the convention was a highlight or the Poconos. Uh, my wife, <laughs> did, I think I'd say the Poconos, and, but that was a lot of fun and, and the convention was. And now for a business one. This one is from Minnesota in 2007. And at that time, I was um, president of uh, Bay State Council. And I was also Kim Charleston's first nomination speaker when she was running at the time for first vice president. And I had spent a lot of time working up this speech, and anyone that knows Kim knows about all of her accomplishments and various awards and the various things that she's done with the library and ACB and, and you know, everybody else. And so I spent an awful lot of time on this thing, and I was really dependent upon technology this day. I had my Pac-Mate, and I had it all fully charged, and I would made sure that I did a hard uh, a, a reset on it so that it would run properly. And wouldn't you know, the thing would crash on me while I'm trying to read it on the Braille display,
1: sounds <laughs> like the PackMate. <laughs> it does. I
9: ah, tell ah, you, I'm, I've got a 450 dollar Orbit reader that I can trust a lot better right now, Ray. So I could, uh, but anyhow. Yeah. So uh, and and the thing. So of course you get timed when you're doing those, and I'm trying to, you know, go through some of it. then I got the PackMate working again. But by the time, and they said the time had been reset, and then it hadn't been reset. And then they said my time was running out, and I wanted to make sure the other person had a chance to speak. And I was very upset, and I didn't really say too much, and I was crying, and I went back to where I was sitting. And Kim heard me, and she gave me a big hug, and then I just, I couldn't stop crying. And it was just the funniest thing, and and it wasn't funny at the time. But then they started doing the standing vote and all the things, and my wife, Donna, who's fully sighted, she goes, Bob, will you stop crying? Three-quarters of the room just stood up for Kim. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh and so that was, was
9: an interesting so, uh, you know, technology does <laughs> let us down at times yeah as it sure know.
4: does no doubt about it um, you know? somebody with the phone number ending in 1974
3: yes yeah.
4: who is that who is that
6: that's me this is Teresa can you hear me
4: yes we can Teresa okay. First of all, okay, great. where are you from and where was your first convention?
6: Uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. And my first convention was in um, Orlando in 2009. Um, my biggest memory was kind of a damper in the way that it rained every day and thundered. And the very last day before we left, there was a... a There was a a big clap of thunder. I mean, I could feel it. I could hear it in the middle of the building. That's how loud it was. But um, there were two funny events that happened in 2010. My second convention, which was in Phoenix. Um, Carla was the um, convention coordinator. And... uh, the next to the last day, she made an announcement right before the end of the convention, which everybody heard on ACB radio, <laughs> if they were listening, and somebody was, and I'll tell you about that in a minute. But she said, it, it has been brought to our attention that some people are visiting the ice machines in less than appropriate attire. <laughs> you know how Carla talks <laughs> 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 now, <but> <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so uh. hard, I almost wet myself <laughs> I mean, That was just so funny um, uh. But um, when we got back, or sometime, I don't know when he caught up with her But um, Margaret Johnson was in our delegation And I don't know if you all remember the late Dick Seifert well, he was listening on ACB radio back, you know, back here, and he got a hold of her and he said, Margaret, was that you that was going to the ice machine naked? thing I could think of about Dick was, you know, saying the murder Was that you going to the ice machine naked? <laughs> <laughs> and that's how he said it. Um, and then the last day, you know, when we had that day long general session, it lasted forever. And um I remember toward the end, Eric Bridges uh, made an announcement. He said somebody's dog had gotten loose (laughs) in the ballroom, and he was giving him kisses on the hand. (laughs) I thought that was funny. I said, we needed a good laugh.
1: (laughs) And Marlena said, talk about lost and found.
6: (laughs) Oh, you remember that? <laughs> oh my gosh. Those are those are oh, funny
3: those were, stories. It's funny.
6: Yeah, they are.
3: <laughs> Thank you, Teresa.
6: You're um, welcome.
4: Ray, you're next.
1: Okay, okay. So, th- in a way, this this one's the 2003 convention in in Pittsburgh, and in a way, it's a little it's kind of unpleasant uh, unpleasant chapter in ACB, but it was kind of funny how it ended. So, um, so. In the afternoon, if you remember that general session, in the afternoon we had this one constitutional amendment. It had to do, I think, with staff and campaigning for offices and things like that. Well, anyway, yeah, that was the subject. But I'm I'm trying to run the debate, and I've got everybody, Mr. Chairman, point of order. This I got Kathy Wheeler, God bless her soul, in my right ear. I got Chris Gray in my left ear, trying to tell coach me what to do. I got through. I finally, we, we killed this amendment, finally, and didn't, it, and stuff like that. I go, I go walk back to the Illinois delegation, and Dolly Souter from Indiana comes up and puts her arm around me. She says, do you need a drink? I said, at least one. And, but the, best, but the best, best part of that was MJ Schmidt called me a couple of days later. She said, I have never been so proud of you in my life. She said, you handled that like a pro. Just didn't get upset with anybody, didn't yell at anybody, just went through it and went through the motions, and the last thing I'll say, (laughs) big old Ed Bradley, uh, big old Texas boy, I seen him as I came out of the convention center back into the hotel, I said, Ed, don't smack me, because I had cut him off. And I said, "Don't smack me." He said, "Ray, I'm not going to hit." He said, "I wouldn't want to be in your shoes right now." It was just—it was—it was unpleasant, but it was kind of—it was funny, you know, the way it worked. Oh, out.
4: you survived it. I sure did. You did. You know, uh, Debbie, you'll be next, but I'm going to interject my one of my memories here. And,
1: and my wife has joined the call too, just sitting, sitting in oh, case you didn't okay. notice. Okay,
4: no, I didn't see her hand up, um, but. Um, Debbie's next after me. So, and then, and then Karen. Um, so in 2000, uh, we were in Kentucky and I'd gone to that convention with my mom and my two daughters. And there were a lot of kids there that year. Um, and kids were having a good time going up and down the elevator and they were, um, and I, I see that there's lots of raised hands. So be patient with us guys. Um, but uh, the kids were, you know, they didn't have a lot to do. And so they were playing elevator operator and uh, they weren't really doing anything wrong. But some people were getting kind of bent out of shape um, and kind of complaining about the kids. And so I decided to go back to my room and write a resolution. Now, I'd never written a resolution and really had never been involved in the resolution process at that point. So I, I talked to a friend and said, okay, so what are the important elements of a resolution? They told me I sat down and brailed it with a, it's a, now, starting with a slate and stylus. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah. And uh, then oh, I, I presented it to the resolutions committee and kind of was under fire with them, you know, answering all their questions and trying to convince them to support this resolution. And then um, it was on the floor and there was a lot of debate. And again, I spoke in favor of it and, you know, really just uh, pushed, pressed on and it passed. And that is that resolution is what created then what was called the Youth Activity Center, YAC, uh,
3: right. which, yeah.
4: which is now the uh, kid's kids zone, I think. Uh, yep. Anyway. Uh, so and Part of uh, me writing that resolution was I agreed to to kind of coordinate it the first um, couple of years, and so that was really quite an experience, a lot of fun, and guess what? That 2,000 year, the year I wrote that resolution and it passed, and there was no program, that was the last year my daughters came to the convention with me. So after that, I didn't even have kids, but uh, that program continues on. So I'm proud of it, And, um, and it just goes to show you, you know, if you see a problem, um, even if you, you're you not really familiar with how to do it, you know, ask people and figure it out and go for it. You never know. There you know. go. Yep.
0: All right, Gabby. Hey, okay. So listening to three things with two ears that you described, Ray, that's like part of working with ACB radio. It happens all the time. Um, <laughs> when I first started going to ACB, I had no idea. I think I thought I knew what I was getting into, but I had no real idea. And it's something that has continued to grow with me over a lot of years. But uh, some of the first things that I loved and still do to this day, one is all of the braille. I mean, I would get there and I would just take my program And I mean, after a while, I began to know that from year to year, some of that program was kind of the same. I mean, some of the template of it was the same, but I would just sit down in awe and read that program and get those all these different restaurant menus and quick meal kinds of things and I mean I would just collect and all the braille from the exhibit hall that I could get (laughs) and I would wander around the exhibit hall and just I didn't care at the beginning dare I admit I wasn't into general sessions I just didn't you know I was like I don't know what all that's about but I'm wandering around and just meeting talking to people and loving the exhibit hall and and then I started to I was with Gail Krause and Paul Edwards and i don't even remember which year it was but i was in the exhibit hall and it was a friday the last the last friday and it was elections and all of a sudden it became so exciting i was like wow this is better than sports you know i mean this is just really really exciting so you know there was there was that and just i don't know just different years and and different people and but yeah all that braille and i'll tell you one of the things that's always impressed me is how professional the convention comes off i mean it it really Absolutely. is a yeah. class a act yeah. that blows my mind you know, I went to one of that other organization's conventions one year and you know, like, okay, you know, but ours, ours is just the best. It really is. So yeah, if you haven't ever gone.
4: This not it's be, it's I mean, it's going to be any different. That's right. It's going to be wonderful. But it's, but it's still going to be a class act, a it lot is. of work going into it. And yes, we're going to be making some new memories, right? Yes, um, indeed. Yep. And I just think this is going to be the biggest convention mm-hmm. ever because so mm. many people who have not been able to travel to a right. convention yep. will have an opportunity to be able to be a part of it. Right. That's right.
0: So and yeah. we're going to take that with us, and even when we are in person again, there are going to be people that that want what we do this year. And I think we'll make we'll make a both end out of it in some kind of way. So
4: yep, absolutely. Exciting.
0: Amen.
4: And I know there's a lot of you with hands raised, so be patient. Karen, go ahead. Is it me? Yes, Karen.
3: Yes, it is.
6: Okay. Um, Karen Campbell, um, Illinois. My first convention was uh, San Francisco, 1993. Um, one of one of my uh, memories obviously is that year being being my first convention and that um just getting to know everybody and stuff but my 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 favorite convention had to be i think it was i think it was 2012 louisville we were on the third floor of that galt house and I could run a lot of that convention on my own, which is usually not the case.
4: That's always nice, isn't it? When you feel so independent and yeah, well, you know. that's, that's awesome. Um, if your phone number starts with seven seven zero and ends with three three zero six, you're up. Seven
2: seven zero. yes, yes. Um, oh, it's so, Phil. Go for it. yeah. Um, I wanted to kind of share a funny memory about uh, my first convention in Little Rock. And the convention stuff, I'm going to talk about that because it was just really, as I said earlier, a huge adventure. I mean so much. I mean, the exhibit hall, which is absolutely awesome. The program, uh, somebody referred to the program a few minutes ago. I looked at that thing and studied it. I mean, telling you where to go and how to get to where, uh, the different places like the restaurants and all, everything was so awesome and so well organized. And it, it was just really something. And, and the something that, uh, Melissa, uh, talked about a little earlier too, was, I spent a lot of time in the hospitality room that year and I just walked around introducing myself to people and getting to know them and who they were and and i you know and getting down to all those people with all those people year after year after year lets me know it makes me think hey I'm in a family this is this is family man I, I love this and I just felt I was just so secure and so it just felt so good being among so many people who were just like me. But getting to my funny memory, um, one of the tours that year was to the Wild River Water Park there in Little Rock. And I'd never been to a water park before. And one of the things they had there was a 40 foot steep slide. And I got up on that thing. And uh, they told me, you know, cross your uh, feet and cross your arms and, you know, just let go. Well, I got up there. At the top of, the top of it was really nothing. I had to slide out and move on to where it started to slide. And before I knew or could even think of anything, I started going down. And I mean going down fast. <laughs> so fast, in fact, I said something. Just the first thing I didn't think. Like I say, everything just started happening. And I was going down so fast. I said something, which because we're we're on the radio, I will not repeat. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm telling you, when I hit the bottom and I hit the water, I was never so glad to be that. You know, the, come out of that thing alive I'm just horrible (laughs) when I got out of the pool a few minutes later everybody said you know we were worried about you you didn't say a word I said oh yes
3: I did (laughs) (laughs) all
4: right and whoever has the area code with 501 I think that's Deanna no Uh,
5: no
4: who is that
5: Sandy
4: oh Sandy I'm sorry Sandy you're next. And then um, Wes, you'll be after Sandy. So go ahead, Sandy.
5: Okay. I'm Sandy Edwards from Little Rock, Arkansas. And my first convention was Philadelphia. And I was blown away. That was in 84. I'd never flown before. never been that far away from home without my parents before. Never been to a convention before. And mm-hmm. it was just amazing. And I was in the room with two other women that were sisters and they would argue and you know, I'd carry on and it was hilarious sometimes, you know, they they'd get into it with each other, but they always made up. Um, but anyway uh, the memory that I have was we were in San Francisco in ninety three and I was with another lady that I you know went to conventions with a lot. And uh, there were three of us. There was another one that went, too. And the one, the the third one that went that year uh, had Italian descent. And she'd had a lot of Italian background and stuff. And we had a city tour. And we went on that city tour. And it was an all-day tour. And we stopped for lunch at an Italian restaurant. and But they served us a Chinese salad believe it or not, at an Italian restaurant, which was crazy. But anyway, they did. And right behind us was this wonderful buffet that they'd set up with all this Italian food. And their people were coming in, like, from church and whatever. You know, they were getting food off that buffet. But we had to have our Chinese salad. (laughs) And the, the Italian girl that went with us that year, we were getting back on the bus, and she says, they have some nerve, bringing us to San Francisco, bringing us on a city tour and taking us to an Italian restaurant and giving us a Chinese salad. <laughs> that was so funny she did oh,
4: well, I guess that made it memorable though, right? <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> oh my goodness. Y'all bet. All right, Wes, your turn.
11: Okay, this is a West from the uh, Stumptown again, and I say that convention, the one in Rochester, that's the only one I've been to, the only one I have memories of, that was impressive. It was amazing how that was set up, and I remember having fun at the exhibit hall. I got to know, get to know this guy named John Palmer. Me and him kind of hit it off, and uh, and he had a thing called Patriot Viewpoint, which Seemed quite impressive, except I, the thing was kind of bulky, and the zoom function was kind of cumbersome to work. But other than that, I would have been impressed with it. But it was a pretty neat thing, and I remember hanging out with him, and we went to this dinosaur thing. And it was dinosaur barbecue, and, we, and I we ate together. You know, that was really fun. That was
4: good barbecue. I went to that place too. Yeah, yeah,
11: that was pretty fun. And I in the bathroom, I there was a chalkboard in in the man's room. And I had to, I had to mark the territory. I, I, I said, ACB roles, like, you know, no NFB, you know, stuff on the blackboard. <laughs> you let them know that it's ACB turf right now. And
4: <laughs> All right. Had
11: fun, had fun there. And I didn't Very know, good. I won't be going to convention this year because it overlaps with the NOAA conference in, uh, in Orange County. So I choose not to go this year because this
4: year, this convention is going to be virtual. So it's going to be on the computer. So none of us are going to the convention. It's all going to be um, online. And Ray, you're next. And then after Ray, it's going to be I yeah, think to it's a, Sandy again. Sorry, two, two other, two, no, but I, I was trying to lower my hand. Oh, you are okay. I'll okay. get you. I'll get. I'll get it. Thanks.
1: Okay. Hey, thanks, Cindy. So, uh, two two other quick ones, if I can. Um, first of all, was in um, 1998. I think it was. Yeah, Orlando, Florida. Or, no, excuse me. Yep. It was. Yeah, it was Orlando. Um, and we went to the Kennedy Space Center to. Uh, oh to the um and see the that place to see the space center we went through and we're in there and we are in the uh theater watching whatever the movie was that they had about the space shuttles and all this stuff and the guy come on the loudspeaker and he says Please, everyone else, remain seated while the members of the American Council of the Deaf are escorted out of the
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> The other, the second one was 2000 Oops. in Louisville, and that year we took a tour of the Louisville Slugger Museum, and it was really cool. Oh yeah, and, uh, amazing! And, uh, it was amazing. It really was. Yeah. And um, you know. I I hate to pick on Susie Weatherford. God bless her soul. What a wonderful volunteer she always was for ACB. Um, but um, we were there, and our nephew Brad at the time at the time he was involved in baseball. So it's like what better thing to get him than a personalized baseball bat? So I I said to Kevin Berkeley, I says I want to do that, and Kevin said, Well, let me take care. And Susie said, No, you got to stay and wait till we go into the theater to watch the movie. And Kevin said, listen, I am taking these two so they can do what they want to do. And Susie's like, okay. (laughs) And we went and got that done. That was really a special memory because we got to give that to him, and he really enjoyed that. And uh, it was just a nice thing to bring home from the uh, Slugger Museum. So, uh, but it was, and just the whole thing going to that and seeing how baseball bats were made, how a baseball bat comes from a stick of wood into a, into a bat that a guy uses to hit a home run and i think the highlight of that tour besides getting the bat for brad was looking at the thing that they had where it showed how the catcher's down in that crouch behind the plate and i can always say now i know why catchers have short careers because how you can't crouch like that for too many years but uh those are a couple other ones
2: Mm. i'll shut up now
5: (laughs) Well, it's, I know, remember
2: it's, crawling through that limestone glove that they had there in the, the museum. That big uh, baseball glove was made of limestone. I crawled through that.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're right, Phil.
10: <laughs> well, I yeah. hate the
4: fact that this our time is already over, but it is.
6: <laughs> so, um, Hi, I'm is really when a you're having of fun. fun. Yeah,
4: Teresa?
6: <laughs> yeah, I just want to say one thing. It's not a, so much about a memory. I just want to make a comment. Sure. Going to conventions, it's like, for me, one week out of the year that I don't have to feel like I have to apologize for not being able to see something, not knowing about something. It's like, you know, everybody's so helpful and everybody's so loving.
1: Absolutely, Um, Teresa. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100% One hundred
4: percent. And Phil said it's like a family, and it is, and it just warms my heart. And I think well, that oh, well, so what do we ways, all, what
1: do we all do when we get there, Cindy? We all give each other hugs the, and stuff you know, like that. That's why we can't what, go this year.
4: This is what it's all about, and this is why our community, these community calls, are so special. And uh, we have lots of them coming up throughout the week. So please check your email, ACB members. If you're not an ACB member go to our website you can register for many of them and uh, but if you are an ACB member you should have got an email that has all of the dial-in information through Sunday for all of our events and the links and so on we want you to be a part of all of this we want you to feel a part of ACB and this is a family and so you know I don't know if we'll do this particular conversation again. Maybe, maybe we'll hone in on something other specific, but if you have ideas of topics you'd like us to cover, give me a shout out at cvanwinkle at acb.org and I'll do my best to make it happen. Thanks, Cindy, Candace, the- I just have a quick question for you. Yep. I was reading the email
8: with the events for this week. Yes. Um, is there a password
4: for the uh, BRL event? No, no. Okay. If it doesn't have a password, it doesn't have a password. Some of these are driven by ACB, and if we set them up, they will have a password. If it wasn't from ACB itself, so in that case it was BRL, they chose not to do a password. Okay, I just wanted to make sure.
3: Yep. Mm-hmm. All right,
4: you guys, thanks for thank, being on ACB you, Radio Cindy. Live. Thank uh, you, and, Good and, job. Yeah, joining us.
3: Bye all.
0: Have a good night. Okay, we have been listening to Convention Memories. How exciting. That was very cool. And I'm sure there will be a whole lot more of those to come in other calls and other kinds of Things as we prepare for our ACB National Convention that will be virtual this year. So I think we're going to edit this and get this up for replay. Along with the books program that happened the other night. I think the game program. I think I did edit that one from last Friday. It's going to be repeated this Friday. Not repeated, but volume two, part two of the game Program Excellent about audio games, mostly on the iPhone. And uh, everyone who was there was challenged. Go play something you haven't played before. But even if you weren't there last week and you want to learn about some of these great games, come on, show up. There are community calls happening every weekday now. I don't know if they're on the weekends, but every weekday And well, some of them are on the weekends and some of them we do put on ACB radio. So if you're not on our friends and our announced lists on ACB radio, we hope you will get on those lists. It's a good way to know what's going on. And um, ACB-L is another way of seeing a lot of things going on. And so stay tuned and get ready for a whole lot more good things to come And thanks for listening. Stay safe and well. And just know that uh, we are a wonderful ACB family. There's lots of love in this organization. So uh, stay tuned, and we'll be bringing you lots of good things coming forward. Indeed. Good night.